1: with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works in giving you a boner. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness, besides from me reading this. It's made in the U.S. of A, America, and... Since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code armchair. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's bluechew, B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we'd like to thank them for sponsoring this train wreck of a podcast. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast, featuring Dave
0: Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Hell. We are the perfect blend of saint sincerity and stupidity.
2: How many RPMs would it take for the Julio Copter to actually fly away, and how many fumbles would happen as a result?
3: <laughs> well, that's a trick question, because you can only fumble once.
0: If you're not having fun when your team is 11-2 and and win back-to-back division titles for the first time in 50 years, then you need to stop watching.
4: And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrook.
0: All
2: right, everybody. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Uh, just go ahead, Andrew. I want to get this out of the way. Just go ahead and gloat. Here we go. Here we go. Go ahead and play the clip. I'm good with that. I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, You're very good looking. I'm not attractive.
3: All right. As long as you're willing to admit that.
2: Andrew, is it the greatest moment of your life when you're adopted son? First of
3: all, I, I take exception with that last thing about being attractive. All right, that has nothing to do with this at all.
0: Oh, I think it does.
3: <laughs> Look, if you're not willing got that tennis <laughs> body, Dave,
1: man. we can't deny it. <laughs> okay.
0: So uh, yeah, my son, Mr. Granderson, with the sack, uh, the worm after the sack, which was legendary, an amazing moment, fresh out of prison. Uh,
4: you not know? as
3: good as... Not, not. He learned that in prison, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, not as good as Sheldon Rankin's wiggle, but whatever. Yeah,
0: he, he was laying on his stomach a lot during prison, so he's used to that. But, um, yeah, Dave, right. Dave sent me a, a nice text uh, conceding defeat, admitting that that finally this competition is over. I win. I'm the champion. Uh, Dave, do you have anything to say for yourself?
4: Pay that man his money.
3: We never bet any money on this. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it was funny. So I was obviously at the game, and I'm watching the game, and I see Max gets a sack, and I'm like, who the hell is 96? And I finally look up at the big screen to see the replay, and I read Granderson on the back of his jersey. And I said, you have got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> And I immediately... I immediately um, uh, immediately picked up my phone to text Andrew, and I said, I said, that's kudos to you, man, because how the fuck does Granderson spend all Saints training camp in jail, get out of jail, make the roster, and then get active and get a sec? Like, how – I don't – I really don't understand that. How does a guy not do go through
0: any uh, – I and mean, his
2: tape
3: must
0: camp. have kind of been amazing us, us in college. Like, us judges were like we're like cockroaches, man. The nuclear <laughs> holocaust comes and we're we're just crawling out of the debris and finding a way to make it happen. No,
3: that's what I was gonna say, Ralph. The the film that they must have on this guy must be ridiculous that they held onto him this entire time, and it's like this. That was his first game, right? Or that maybe
2: they, his second. They I couldn't be up. like you know we're gonna cut him and we'll just sneak him through and get him on the practice squad. No, they were like we can't. We gotta keep him. I'm going. I'm gonna go as call as Granderson for Halloween. I'm gonna get a Saints helmet and an orange prison jumpsuit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but now that he's like. Contributing now, I'm a little. What's the status of his trial? Like, does he need to go back? Is he is it? Is it possible he's gonna get, need to go back to jail? Now, now I'm genuinely concerned.
2: No, he's I think a quality he, NFL pass rusher, he's innocent in the eyes of the law. <laughs> he,
0: uh, he I think he's on probation, so as long as he keeps his nose clean, he's he's good to go.
1: Double secret probation,
0: yeah, and yes. Then, and then,
3: wait, and then what was <laughs> I cannot fucking believe that he got a fucking sack. I cannot believe that this we've been we've been doing this for months. This whole this this is just it's wonderful. Like we couldn't have you couldn't have planned this any better for content.
0: Yeah, Kyle like, in the testing. chat room says, Dave, you should send little Jordan back to the orphanage.
3: Oh, I'm done with him. I'm done with him. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead to me. I'm abandoning him. Is is put, is I'm
2: who's gonna catch a, a pass a little, first? Little Jordan or Austin Carr? <laughs>
0: Jesus, they are both bad.
2: Uh,
0: I mean, at this point, I would say Emmanuel Butler is going to catch a pass before this <laughs> and he's not even on the fifty-three man roster yet. Yeah,
3: at this point, I would say it's player yet to be named.
0: Yeah, <laughs> player not currently on the roster.
3: Yeah, some guy we're going to draft next year is, is going to catch the next pass, <laughs> not to Michael Thomas <laughs> or Jared
2: Cook, Kevin. Or we had last we had the Saints. Beat Tampa on Sunday. Jameis Winston is a scumbag. That was enjoyable. But Atlanta
5: just to make it 28 to 3. Bryant knocks it through. Arthur Blank loving it. Up by 25.
2: They were they're one and four and gave up a fifty burger to the Texans. Um Deshaun
1: Watson basically read them motherfuckers. Like uh, like uh, like he opened up a Highlights Fun with a Purpose magazine, waiting at the dentist office.
2: Andrew has turned me on to the joy of just diving headfirst into Falcons Twitter when they're getting housed. All right,
1: hang on a second, hang on a second. Somebody needs to isolate that audio of you saying, "Juge has turned me on."
2: <laughs> that would be our producer, me. It's not a lie if you believe it but like i was saying kevin so yes. the 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 enjoying of falcon twitter a uh, falcoholic tweeted out uh, is will Fer- is will fuller a ghost that only we can see he had 200 yards i was expecting dan quinn to get the phone call that Jay gruden got this morning and get fired he didn't but as as far as fun I can't think of a more fun three weeks in a Saints regular season than these last three weeks have been. You got Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy two gloves, winning games, Saints rolling it's fun with a backup quarterback, and Atlanta is completely in tatters. This has been a ama- this has been an amazing three weeks from the moment Deontay Harris ran the punt back.
3: Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> oh,
2: wow.
1: I like that nice. one. I like that one.
3: I mean, I didn't come up. I got to admit, I didn't, I'm not clever enough to come up with that, but that's a good one. Where'd good. you get it? Uh, I heard it on. <laughs> I heard it on. Pardon my take.
1: OK, well, shit, Teddy Roosevelt's good. So that's a good nickname. Uh, yeah, like I can't. I don't know. Uh, I'd probably want to look to a couple of years ago. Uh, in the bounty gate season? No, 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 not the bounty gate season. The the two years ago. Uh, to maybe see like if the Saints rattled off like three in a row where they just beat the shit out of some teams. I, mean,
2: I wouldn't say. I mean, I, last year they were more impressive in stretches, and 2017 they kind of were. But I'm just talking about fun, not necessarily how good the Saints look. Just like is enjoyment. From a Saints point, a fan point of view, I mean, this is amazing. Like, I, you know, I, I mean, I would say it's the most fun I've had since 2010 when they were like, you, we had the post Super Bowl glow, Andrew, where the Saints were just pulling games out their ass late. I mean, I know it ended badly with the Marshawn Lynch. Beastquake or whatever, but 2010 was fun. 2006 was fun because it was kind of out of nowhere. They were good, but I mean, on the fun scale, this this three weeks has been hard to beat, man.
0: It's been so fun. In fact, you know, I was kind of salty with the Bridgewater haters on Twitter and um, salty with uh, some Nola reporters t- this morning. But I was like, you know what? I- I'm gonna enjoy this. Like, I- I'm done fighting with people about Teddy. Like, they're gonna believe what they want to believe, and it's like it's like they keep moving the goalposts too it's like well he's a game manager that's it it's decided and i'm like well what if he has a good game and what what if he throws for 300 yards and four touchdowns no no he's incapable of that he's a game manager well then he does it against the bucks and it's immediately oh well he did it against a bad defense that doesn't count so the goalposts are already moving uh and that's fine um uh, but the bottom line is the saints are 3 and 0 with him they're one first in the division And I'm loving it. And you know what? As a Saints fan, it kind of goes back to that open that you have where uh, I can't remember at what point last year it was. But I was like, if you're not having fun, like if you're not enjoying this as a Saints fan, you probably need to stop watching. Um, And if you're you're finding reasons to criticize Teddy Bridgewater and you're allowing it to – I guess, muddy the waters of this incredible run that they're on, then something's wrong with you. You need to enjoy this because whether it's Bridgewater or Breeze or the quarterback of the future or whatever, and this is the reason we root is to have a team that's in first place, four and one, with a chance to win a Super Bowl. Um, and they have the talent to do that. So I'm pumped, I'm excited, and the season's only going to get better.
3: Dave, I feel like there's a little bit... You know of- why, You know why, Ralph, you know why you're having so much fun? Why is that? Because remember weeks ago when we talked about like what if Teddy Bridgewater had to come in and you know and or when he did have to come in and you and I said subconsciously you were really enjoying it because you you loved the thrill of it all. and yeah. what happens if Teddy does well? You know all this drama that it's going to cause. And look, it's it's worked out so well, Teddy. That, that's why you're having so much fun because that subconscious part of you it's getting its way. It it's is happening. It's all happening for your subconscious. Everything that you wanted to play
2: out, <laughs> whether you wanted to admit it or not, is now happening. Well, I just think it's fun. It's it's interesting to me. It, it's great content. It's great for the podcast, it, and, and it's fun. But I think it's interesting that Saints Twitter is having this raging argument about Teddy. But the Dome is breaking out in Teddy, Teddy, Teddy chants. I think there's a likability with him that's just unmistakable. Um, so but... let's,
3: let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk about it right now. Okay, We all know, we all know we're going to talk about it. We all know we have to talk about it. Well, you're
0: going to bring Grandison up again?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Look, if Teddy has one more good game, if he has another game... Next week, like he had this week. I'm serious and Drew's ready to come oh, back. Oh boy. I mean yeah, not what? gonna work here anymore anyway. <laughs> <laughs> trade <laughs> Drew for Mike. I, him. I mean if if you take all the emotion out of it, if you take all the emotion out of it, I uh, you either uh, Yeah, trade Drew because otherwise you're gonna get to the off
0: season and what are you gonna well, do? Well, hold on, you're hold gonna on, pay hold on. both of these guys? Hold on. I'll let you talk this through, Dave, but I think one important component you need to know is it's impossible to trade Drew because he has a no-trade clause. Well, then that's – okay. So, well, then there you go. Well, then I don't need to talk it through. So that means we're going to head to this offseason. No, no, but I mean you're really – I mean the elephant in the room, the question you're really asking is if Drew is healthy and Teddy Bridgewater is playing lights out, is there any – justifiable reason why you may stick with bridgewater and not play drew right i, I mean think, that's what you're getting at i think you have
3: to I, I until he loses i just think you have to do it and i it's fucking crazy i know it's so fucking crazy to think that drew Brees could potentially get pill taking
2: crazy
4: pills
3: i mean it is totally crazy that that's even a consideration but i mean if if this wasn't the saints if this was any other football team in the nfl and we were talking about them on this podcast uh and i didn't have an emotional attachment to them i would say you stick with the hot hand even if it's tim tebow i like tim tebow because i'm like
0: he was all right. well, for, first of all you're I, saying all oh, these hypotheticals rock. like if this wasn't the saints and if it wasn't drew well it is the Saints. Like, it is a drew jesus well, there, what are you there's on no tonight? way there's no way <laughs> drew is not taking back over this team there's no way i mean now i, I
3: understand that that's i understand that that's what's going to happen yeah. I'm 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 asking whether that's what should happen.
0: Well, well, I think right now, if if Drew was healthy enough to go this week, I absolutely would go back to Drew. Um, correct, and I, correct, I, I don't I, think there's any. But but if if Teddy, so you know now there's two road games in a row. You're at Jacksonville and you're at Chicago. Now, if the Saints were to win at Jacksonville, I mean at this point, the way they're playing, honestly, I expect them to. Um, but. If Don't worry, Saints fans, I'm still going to pick them to lose because i have to do that. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think um, I, I, at this point, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they went in uh, Jacksonville and won. But it's the at-Chicago game, you know. And if if he goes into Chicago with that defense as good as they are, and the Saints put up 38 points, and, and Bridgewater has like 400 yards passing and four t- you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think that's going to happen, obviously. But if it did... Then, yeah, all of a sudden we're like, holy shit, the Saints are 5-0 and and he's lighting up the best defenses on the road in the NFL. Then uh, then that starts to be a more difficult decision. I'd, I'll give you that. Right. And yeah, I just, I just I, I, yeah, I just, I
3: want to make, I want to reiterate my point that I, before we went into all this, I said I, he has to do, he has to play another good game next week for me to really feel that way. I, I don't know why. I mean, obviously he had a great game this weekend, but I still I want to see one more good game like that, uh, like this week where he's and 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 I it doesn't have to be that good. But he doesn't need to throw four touchdowns. I just want to see you know another two fifty-yard game, uh, maybe two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, you know, I'm not that picky about the interceptions, but I want to just see him throwing the ball downfield again. And it's uh, funny
0: you bring this up because Ralph and I were talking about this today, and we 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 were discussing like what's the saintiest thing that could happen and, and Ralph was conjuring all these possible scenarios and my the one I came up with is that Bridgewater plays the next 2 weeks he plays like complete and utter dog shit and the team finds a way to win the next two and so they go 5 and 0 with Teddy despite <laughs> the fact that he played like complete dog shit and then Breeze comes back against the Falcons the Falcons haven't won a game, right? They've lost every game until now. And they play the Falcons and Drew throws for like five hundred yards and seven touchdowns and the Saints lose forty eight forty five. Like that would just be <laughs> that would be the saintiest thing of all time.
3: Oh shit.
0: <laughs> Almost like the team's like, Oh, Drew's back. We can go back to just like riding oh, his coattails.
2: That is so funny. Oh, Ke- God. Kevin, if <laughs> if if we legitimately have an argument of Drew or Teddy, I think there'll be dead bodies on Twitter, on Saints Twitter. It will make the Jake DeLome, Aaron Brooks quarterback controversy look like you're deciding
0: what you want to order for dinner. Like, it'll just be. I, I hope it happens. <laughs> I really do because it's a uh, great problem to have. Really? I know
3: but yes but fuck like what if what if that's it for I mean like what if that's how this is how Drew goes out? I mean like what if this is it? What if that's this is how the I goes? mean
0: yeah on I wasn't some ready level for that. I, guys I wasn't ready for this. I, I mean, <laughs> this can't be happening. Yeah, but then if, if dude, if Bridgewater is playing so well that you, I mean, and I don't. I still don't think there's really a strong chance this could possibly happen. I, I really, I think Bridgewater is going to come down to earth a little bit going on the road at the Bears and etc. But, well, but he's thrown for 400 yards and five yeah, touchdowns. You probably, just it in. probably. Thanks, yeah. Andrew. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, I mean, listen, if if that's a serious scenario where Bridgewater is just so good that you have to ask yourself the question, do we think twice about? Starting our Hall of Fame quarterback when he comes back. I mean, yeah, it would be weird and it would be sad, and I'm sure Drew would be pissed. But I mean, our heir apparent, like our future at quarterback for the Saints, would be set. Like it, it would, it would be like Favre handing it off to Rogers. But that's like the greatest possible scenario you could conjure up.
2: Kevin, talk
3: some I sense know, that, into the yeah, lunatics. That
0: ensures that also ensures uh,
3: you know th- then you could be talking about like dynasty levels you know you could be well, talking about Well
2: yeah but i that. mean it it in in theory it sounds smooth and easy but kevin this would be this would be i mean controversial as hell right i mean it it it's it, name a quarterback controversy <laughs> yeah. the transfer that went well like it would be it would be horrible Listen, Listen.
1: All of you right now that are getting that are that are even talking about saying goodbye to Drew or or you know Yeah, we need to pump the brakes on this All of you all you motherfuckers out there <laughs> need to slow your goddamn rolls. Listen, because of shit like this, because of these general vibes you pricks put out, this motherfucker is releasing Instagram videos of him throwing like, you know, three quarter sized nfl footballs at the at the practice facility just so he can show people that he still that he still has his mechanics down this lunatic gets out on the field and is doing like weird thumb thumb stretches and shit on national television and looking like a, a goddamn weirdo this guy is not shit. <laughs> now, way too excited there this guy's not going anywhere
2: people in your house again that you don't know who they are
1: this guy's not going anywhere and 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 anybody that's saying oh we need to you know drew you know maybe maybe drew this or maybe drew that and all we got teddy this yeah teddy listen when drew is ready to come back you take the clipboard you go back to the bench and you keep learning and you keep working on on you know making Longer throws and all that other shit. You keep working on all the good <laughs> shit. And then when Drew retires in in a year or two, you know, hopefully after hopefully after a, a Super Bowl win, then boom, you are the heir apparent. That way there is no controversy. Because well, well, if, somebody so decides, if Sean Payton decides for whatever fucking reason, if he gets a hair up his ass and says, we're going to put Teddy, we're going to keep with Teddy... The, the the sports talk radio in New Orleans is going to be
2: abominable. <laughs> More abominable than my live spots on WWL yes. in the morning?
0: Well, well, I, I mean, I agree, Kevin. I mean, I agree.
1: Nola.com, the comments on NOLA.com are going to make the comments on Breitbart seem civil. <laughs>
0: Well, I I definitely think Breeze is going to come back when when he's ready and the job's his. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with Kevin. We definitely need to pump the brakes on this. Teddy's doing what he needs to do while he's in there, but this is Breeze's team. But but I think the thing that's more challenging is Bridgewater at this point, he's in a contract year, and I think he he is locked up starting for someone and getting a nice contract next year. I think those first two games, like teams were like, okay, Bridgewater's back to game managing. He's healthy, and he he seems like he's a decent option. But after that Bucks game, I think he kind of rang the siren, and, and he let everyone know, hey, I'm back. I'm playing at a high level. The Saints are 3-0 and with me. And if Breeze comes back to New Orleans— or, or, or forget New Orleans. If Breeze says, "Hey, I'm coming back. I'm not retiring," then I then I think it's a really tough position for the Saints because it's like, I guess you have to stick with Drew and let Bridgewater walk, but he's getting that contract from someone this offseason. Well, he, I think I he's know. locked that up. His like, so
2: market—they have—they still have a lot of teams that haven't decided that the quarterbacks they just drafted the last couple of years are terrible, like Buffalo and Chicago, who knows what Cincinnati's going to do, Denver, they drafted, they have Flacco, but they drafted a quarterback in the second round, so they wouldn't be really looking for a quarterback, Miami's probably going to draft Tua, right, um, mm-hmm. so I don't know necessarily that unless Teddy Bridge, even though he's playing really well, I don't know that his that he's going to have a lot of options at quarterback, because it's... We've had in the last couple of years like an infusion of young quarterbacks. And look, I think the Buffalo quarterback's terrible. I think Trubisky's terrible. Hell, I'm watching Baker Dude, Mayfield. The bills
0: would kill for Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, but Ray.
2: they're not going to. They're, they're not going to give up on Josh Allen after two years, right? So I'm just saying. Well, maybe yeah. they would. Maybe they would. I just think his market might not be so great. But we'll see. well, I mean, well so. So, first of all, the
3: best thing that could happen for Teddy, honestly, is that Drew comes back next week and Teddy just gets to go out on a high note like George Costanza. <laughs> and that way he doesn't fuck anything up and then, then he can take care of what he needs to take care of in the off season. I mean, really and truly, that's the best fucking possible George Costanza, leave at leave the top. Yeah, just go out okay. on a high note. I mean, that's the best thing that can happen. All right. But two, so my question is, is though, is if, we're, if the Saints were going to, like, would the Saints trade Teddy? Let's say Drew comes back, everything's fine. Would they trade him while he's still hot, while he's high? Trade him. If they did, Mm. what would you want to get for him?
4: I
2: mean,
3: you're basically, you're mortgaging your future. You know, if you're the Saints, you're Mickey Loomis, and you're willing to trade Teddy Bridgewater, you're obviously giving up your heir apparent uh, and a, a, a known quantity um, for obviously draft picks or another player um, that you may or may not know, so that's one of the big risks is having Teddy and just moving do forward. Do we agree? With
0: do we agree that the Saints can't afford Breeze and Bridgewater after no, what Teddy's I, done these last three weeks? They can't afford both next no year. No way. Are, are we in agreement there? I agree. Yes. Okay. So is there assuming Teddy scenari-
3: plays well the next two games before is Brees there
0: comes any back? scenario? I mean, Loomis has had. I mean, I remember him around the time of the Breeze extension, this most recent one, him saying like, yeah, Sean and I don't always agree. And I I was curious if he meant by saying that, that he was talking about the exit date for Breeze. And if Breeze after this season says, hey, guys, I want to keep playing. Is there a scenario where the Saints say, well, you can keep playing, but it's not going to be with us? I mean, I know that's crazy Mm -hmm. to say, but like, the Colts did it with Peyton Manning. They let him walk.
2: Yeah, but he wasn't. He
0: was. He, he wasn't healthy. Peyton Manning Peyton? Wasn't. He had neck aids. <laughs> yeah, but some of his best statistical seasons were in Denver. Yeah. After he left, are you the Colts. The, really? Yes. Yeah, I mean, he had two. He Your had. He was sucks, an, He had an Kevin. MVP season. He had he had three
2: he had three great years in Denver. His last year, he broke down completely, and they won the Super Bowl because their defense was awesome. Ah, um, uh, you know what? I I think that's what I'm thinking of. But I mean, I'm thinking of that more than anything. But they had Andrew Luck. I mean, I
0: know that was neck surgery, but I mean, Breeze did just wreck his thumb. I mean,
2: here I guess.
0: <laughs> does he have thumb aids?
2: <laughs> He's trying to.
1: I know Peyton had neck problems, but Breeze hurt his thumb.
0: <laughs> no, but seriously, though, do you guys see any scenario where the Saints would let Breeze walk and keep Bridgewater neck? Like I this mean, offseason? I... Is it, I that, is it that crazy? I mean... Yes.
2: It be- well, it becomes difficult if Bree- if Breeze says, I want to keep playing, but I want to go year to year. Do the- because then the Saints look at Teddy Bridgewater and he's like, he's 26, 27. Drew just wants to keep going year to year it gets i mean it it gets it gets difficult um it's a nice it's a nice problem to have i, I just i'm with dave i think drew's going to keep playing he wants all the he wants all the records man and he's got to he's yeah. outlast and I, brady and, I,
3: and and just as much as he's probably pissed that he's not playing to lead the team uh, he and watch bridgewater do well he's probably also very pissed because he's missing time uh to break those records he's he's, yes i mean that's that's one of the things that i've thought about that i haven't really heard anybody talk about is the fact that i mean he was on pace to uh break what manning had a didn't manning have one other oh yeah no no he didn't uh but he's he's trying to keep pace with brady and brady's still playing and patriots keep winning uh so
0: i don't think you're going to get anything from drew other than i'm playing year to year because I, i mean that's what he said to the media is He's yeah. playing every season like it's his last, and he said, "I don't know if this is my last year, or if I'm going three more, but uh, I know I'm getting closer to the end, and I'm playing every year like it's my last."
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the the last thing I'll say on Bridgewater is I think you know Dave is right. We just have to see, but I do I don't think it's going to be two weeks. I think I think you're going to get Bridgewater for three more weeks. I don't think they're going to. I don't think as crazy as Drew is. Yeah, I think because they're winning, I think they're going to make Drew. Sit these three weeks, then you get the buy, and then he comes back. But we'll we'll uh we'll see. Um the one thing that we don't need to pump the brakes on, Dave, is Michael Thomas is ridiculous. He has maintained the same ridiculous level of play with Teddy Bridgewater that he had with Drew Brees. I felt like at times, against Tampa, it was like, it's third and eight. They're going to Thomas. And Tampa knew it was coming. Everybody in the stadium knew it was coming. And they still didn't couldn't do a goddamn thing about it. Of all the things that Michael Thomas has done with the Saints, which is amazing, he was amazing in the Philadelphia playoff game, I think yesterday might have been the best performance that he's put together.
3: Well, uh, not that I don't agree with you that Michael Thomas is arguably the greatest receiver uh, in the league. Uh, I will say that Tampa Bay's secondary is pretty garbage, so let's take it with a grain of salt.
2: Why do you have to ruin... He's a my- great receiver. He
3: is fucking amazing. It's amazing that he has continued to do with Teddy Bridgewater, what he was doing with Drew. Uh, I mean, you know, he's good for like ten, like he's every game, 10 catches, at least 10 catches every game. It's Dave, why can't you just jump to conclusions, Matt? You see, it would be this mat
2: that you would put on why the Why can't you let me do that, Dave?
3: And would have different <laughs> conclusions written on it that you could, that jump, you could to. jump
2: to. Why can't you let me do that? Why can't you let me have that? Sorry. I, I Sorry, think not. Michael Thomas, Kevin, yesterday proved that he's underpaid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
3: Yeah. Yeah, totally. We don't pay him enough. Uh,
2: I'm just saying.
0: Man.
3: I mean. He's he's amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's true, though. Breeze And I remember saying that I felt like Michael Thomas was so good that he could be on any team and he would be good. And I think this proved it. The fact that it doesn't matter who his quarterback is for the Saints. Whether it's Taysom Hill, by the way, who threw a ball to him in that game. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. Taysom Hill or-
2: had a higher quarterback rating yesterday than Matt Ryan, just so you know.
0: Oh. Um, but, and uh, yeah, Josh Hill caught a pass from Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara had a higher rating too, didn't he? He did. Yep. But, uh, no, I, Michael Thomas... I think we can officially say he's the greatest receiver. I we we discussed it this summer that whether or not he was the greatest receiver in Saints history, whether it was too soon. Um but I mean he this guy's not stopping. I, I think I'm ready to say it. He is the best receiver in Saints history.
2: I mean I, th- I just I don't think it's I don't think it's a doubt and I think I would say the only thing that could slow him was injury, but he worked so hard. I think even injury, he would work back and, and come back and still be very good and get get to the records. Um, so wait, so
3: Ralph, you just mentioned it. I mean, that's so that's my biggest fear. That's my biggest fear about this offense, this season. I I just feel like if Thomas or Kamara gets injured and they're out for any significant amount of time, that's it. Fuck it. I mean, there's there's no way <laughs> the Saints are moving the ball down the field at all. I mean, seriously, like they. It's, it's what about today? their entire. Is today the worst day of your life? Their yeah. entire offense revolves around Thomas Kamara, you know, with a little bit of of gin and maybe something to trade. Hey,
2: gin and Cook combined for seventy-six yards and two touchdowns. Oh, and Cook. What, yeah, yeah. We're, oh, we're
3: yeah. I moved. know. By the way, how was your fantasy team? How did that work out with with uh, Cook having a touchdown and, and a couple? Well, of as soon
2: as I got as soon as I got the the Marlboro fantasy stink off of him.
3: Oh, you traded them. You, yeah, you we them?
2: got the antibiotics in him cleaned it out and he's coming around and, he, and by next week he'll be at full strength and he'll start playing really good jimmy graham yeah
3: um <laughs> but oh wait but i also thought of something that i wanted to mention and that i found out during the game like why i, I still latavius murray I, he's I done said nothing said wrong would to
0: be a bust me. i said i called that
3: I don't, wait, wait, wait! I don't think he's a—that's uh, my argument. I don't think he's a bust. I don't understand. He—he he has like two rushes in the first quarter. And he gets like sixteen yards. He's—and uh, then they never go to him again. I—I—I I, I don't. He—I don't understand why he's it's not. Because a part he kind of kinda game, sucks. But he doesn't.
0: I, he's shown nothing that says he sucks. I don't. understand. I mean, he's—he's he's got like. Doesn't he have like? He averages three point nine per carry this year. I
2: mean, I feel like I mean, he's. he's I feel like, Kevin, Latavius Murray, the Saints could plug – they could have kept my UDFA adopted son, Zigbo, and he could be doing the same thing that Latavius Murray is doing. And, yes, I'm
0: not bitter at all that my UDFA son didn't make it. No, but I'm serious. But why pay him what they're paying him? Like this, You're right, Ralph. Like They could have gotten a much lesser running back to do what Murray's doing for them right now. And I think the answer is they're not paying Murray – for what he's doing now, they're paying him in case something happens to Kamara because then they will need him to do more. But as it stands right now, he's a luxury he's he's what Teddy Bridgewater was last year. Nothing more than an overpaid luxury backup. Well here
2: Kevin, I was thinking about this today and you know, and I was hoping you were going to be on the podcast because I, I got this question specifically for you. In that the Saints they traded up for Eric McCoy. They've traded up for Vaughn Bell. They've traded up for Onyamada. They gave up two number ones for Marcus Davenport, who, oh, by the way, is looking spectacularly these last couple weeks. So, my question to you, do you ever think you will live to see the day where the Saints trade down? <sighs>
1: Uh, I reckon I will be old and gray and 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 look like a uh, you know look, look like an extra from a from the uh, Ken Burns Civil War documentary by the time <laughs> that happens
0: Maybe maybe Mickey Loomis's ornery grandson will be the GM at that point and he'll trade down the show's pop pop things can be done a different way
1: <laughs> right I mean it, you know maybe, Maybe the best thing to hope for is that the Saints somehow is that Teddy Bridgewater looks good. Still, the Saints agree to sign him to a deal, but then immediately float him out as trade bait in the offseason. <laughs> I mean, That'll be my big, uh, trade down uh, conspiracy or, uh, you know, f- fantasy. Uh, uh, fantasy storyline
2: the only thing that's i think
0: kevin and- what if the saints like hold on hold on let's 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 go a little further with this kevin if the saints trade down like 20 years from now for adrian peterson's beaten son <laughs> is that like a weird kind of stars aligning scenario for you that all is forgiven kind of thing I don't know if it's an almost
1: thing. I'm hoping, I'm kind of hoping that by the time, God. you know, that by the time Adrian Peterson's, uh, you know, horrifically abused child were to become an a, uh, NFL player, that he would have completely written his father out of his life. And uh, like at that point, it's like, hey, yeah, you go on and do your thing, kid.
0: But if the Saints trade down to acquire him, yeah. So what? That that's got to be some sort of sick twist of irony that makes you forgive everything, right?
1: right? But the issue isn't Adrian Peterson's beaten child. The issue is Adrian Peterson.
2: But it's called, well, Adrian Peterson.
0: No, might be, but I'm saying you a want the to trade down. They never do it for you. And right. It, it's almost like an olive branch. Twenty years later, it's like a oh, mea well, culpa. We understand it's like a couple. We know you hated when we got it, Adrian Peterson. And so not only are we going to trade down for the first time ever to make you happy, Kevin, but we're going to trade for the guy that was getting beaten by Adrian Peterson.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would be great. I mean, of course, you know, with my luck, with my luck. I, 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 God, this sounds so. This sounds so horrific and selfish and just so asinine. Whatever fuck, it. it's fucking podcast radio. I was about to say, just you know, with my luck, he'll you know, you know, Peterson the younger will will be at peace or 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 be brainwashed by Peterson senior. So you know, Dad will be invited to all the games, and the Fox crew will keep cutting to Adrian Peterson senior. You know, every time. Junior touches the fucking football and I'll get to hear the announcers sort of gloss over everything that happened and they'll just talk and they'll just, you know, sort of brush over by, oh, you know, that's very nice that he's here to support his son. You know, they had a uh, they had a rocky relationship, uh, you know, w- w- when when, you know, Junior was growing up and I'll be screaming at my at my television. You'll be back
2: walking in the uh, woods during Saints games.
1: Basically, yeah, I'll be throwing things <laughs> at my television. Like, he fucking abused him, you... God damn it, Troy Aikman, fuck. Juge, I, th- I
2: think that was... That is the
4: worst idea I've ever heard in my life, Tom. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yes, it's horrible, this it's horrible. idea.
4: Uh,
2: so, uh, the thing is, though, I just... The Saints... The, the 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 draft nerds next year, when the Saints trade up again, are going to lose their shit. And we can just throw it in their face over and over again. It's almost as fun as how much they freak out when Taysom Hill gets the ball, Dave. And I have had about enough of the, the, the analytics nerds. Like, they just they lose their fucking minds when the Saints play Taysom Hill at all. And I just enjoy the hell out of it when he completes a pass or makes a nice run. Um... But if we talk about this defense, Dave, we talked about it all summer, that the two things that could make it great, right? We said if Davenport can be a 10-sack guy and Lattimore can play great every week and not come in and out and be inconsistent, if those two things can happen, this defense can be top five. And the last two weeks... Dave, it's it's happening. Like I think this defense has the potential to be. It's happening. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but it is. I uh, mean, yeah. it, will it, it, it will it, it last?
3: Um. Yeah, I don't see why not. See, yeah, you know, unlike the offense, which is bit like we discussed earlier, unlike the offense that's based upon three, four core people. Um, quarterback not even being one of them you just put anybody in there and that, that, that's fine it doesn't matter um but on defense i mean they've just got a lot of depth i mean you've got fucking carlos granderson coming uh out of jail and getting sacks so i mean uh they're getting help from everybody um hmm. so it's it's great it's 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 fun to watch is, it, you know, is that, the, part, same, punch, uh,
0: is that the same is that the same carl granderson defense. that handed you an l in the competition mm-hmm. we had same yeah.
3: guy okay yeah i, I I adopted him, right? Oh no, no, I adopted
2: little Jordan. Oh, that's a shame. That was a bad decision. You're giving up parental rights to little Jordan. Uh, Lil'
3: who? Little who? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about.
2: What a stupid name. No, I'm kidding. I mean, but this this pass rush, it, it it it's clearly the. I think it's the best that they've had under under Sean Payton, Andrew. But I think. They might this pass rush. It might create. You might have four or five guys with like four and above sacks, which I don't think has ever happened in the Sean Payton era. Like this pass rush is deep, and they have a lot. They have a lot of guys that can get
0: a handful of sacks. Yeah, I think they're at sixteen. Is that right? Sixteen yeah. sacks so far, which puts them on pace for about fifty-one and change this year. So I mean, fifty sacks. In a year, I don't know if they'll keep that pace, but that's just insane. Uh, I mean, I remember Ralph. We used to talk like, "Can the Saints get the forty sacks?" You know, yeah. and they—they're—they—they're they, they're way better than that now. Interestingly, uh, the Jags—we'll um, talk about them, I'm sure, in a little bit—but they also have sixteen sacks this year. So that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch between these two teams. But I, I just think. When you look at this pass rush, I always say like it's not the teams that have the one guy, whether it's Khalil Mack or, in this case, Shaquille Barrett is, is the guy the Saints just faced. But it's not the one guy that scares me because you can create a game plan. You can double him. You can chip him. There, there's things you can do to neutralize a pass rush when it's just one guy you're terrified of. When it's a balanced pass rush where from left to right, all four guys are very difficult to block. Um, that terrifies me. Uh, and that's the Saints now. And I, I, if I'm a team playing the Saints, that really scares me. And what you saw when Sheldon Rankins got a sack and Malcolm Brown got a sack this week, and that was great for those guys to get that, uh, especially Rankins. I mean, that was awesome. I mean, just coming back from his injury and see him do the wiggle, um, it was pretty special, man. But they weren't the reason why they got those sacks. It was the pressure that Davenport and Jordan created on those plays and they were cleanup sacks. But the point is, if you have a bad defensive tackle there, he's not cleaning the play up. And so it's, it's one of those things where the initial pressure, maybe let's say it comes from Cam Jordan the quarterback feels like he's got to redirect, maybe step up in the pocket, maybe escape the pocket, and boom, there's another guy there that cleans it up. And so I think what we're seeing out of this defensive pass rush now is that it's balanced, and it all starts up front. And I, I just think I think at every level, everyone's playing well right now. Like Demario Davis and A.J. Klein are playing well. Lattimore's starting to pick it up. Eli Apple's looking good. Um, the safeties, Von Bell is playing well, but – I think it starts up front, and I just think this front four is arguably the best the Saints have ever had.
3: I want to go back to uh, you mentioning Demario Davis. I just want to talk about him. I mean, that dude, god damn, he had a fucking day yesterday. <laughs> and, I mean, he's been sneaky. He's been, like, sneakily one of the best signings that this team has made uh, in a long time, I think. He is well, totally He might paid better, the dome, he's,
0: like... You, do you remember the play? So the Saints had just scored, I think, to make it 17-10. And it was right before halftime. And the Bucks got the ball. And, you know, there's maybe like 40 seconds left. And so you're, you're wondering, like, are they going to try to make a run and get a field goal before halftime? Right. And the very first play, they run a delay. And DeMario Davis just comes in and destroys the run. I think it was Peyton Barber. He destroys him. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was the dome like right then?
3: Uh, I don't really remember specifically, but I mean, again, the dome. Uh, oh, and this, I this I want to do a follow up on my earlier thing. The dome was uh, was was great, even for a noon game. The dome was was pretty damn loud, um, and I do want to go back to something I had mentioned previous weeks with the Dallas and Houston games. Uh, it was not. It, it, there were not a lot of Bucks fans. Uh, it kind of went back to normal and being mostly Saints fans, so I was happy to see that. So maybe uh, it was just two Texas teams uh, making an easy trip to f- New Orleans.
2: Yeah, I mean, on Tampa, I can never remember. The only time I can remember Tampa traveling decent amount of fans was when they had John Gruden as the coach, and that's like their glory days. So I mean, they just. That's a a pretty – I mean, it's not that far away, I guess. Um, Kevin – Tampa can't even get people to
0: go to their own They can't. They gave
2: away – they literally gave away free tickets to their season ticket holders the last two years. Uh, Kevin, you know, we used to joke on this podcast about the no-catching motherfuckers. The Saints have five interceptions taken away by penalties. I don't know if we could come up with a catchy nickname for that, but it's insane – How many turnovers the Saints have had negated by either penalties or referee incompetence? Uh, I've never seen anything like it. Can you can you remember uh, the the Saints ever having on defense having so many turnovers or taken away? No,
1: but, you know, my uh, my short term memory is for shit. So, you know, (laughs) I can't uh, can't tell you.
2: Is all that wrestling? Is all yeah. them power bombs and body slams?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. My my brain's getting bounced around, and I have no idea. I have no idea
2: which yeah. oh, way is up. By the way, why is this? And I believe this is a hundred percent accurate. I believe all boys, anywhere from four to six years old, they find wrestling and love it. My kid today was watching. Uh what's that thing WWE ladders and chains or whatever the fuck tables uh, ladders chairs
3: Yeah Sounds like something a 4-year-old should be watching
2: He's watching it and just cackling maniacally as dudes are jumping off ladders crashing into each other and he's like I love the wrestling I, How? <laughs> I don't even I don't even know man like totally off topic, I just thought maybe you as a wrestler could give me some wisdom as to why
0: that is.
1: Because it's a child watching it's a child watching grown ass men just like In diapers. fly around on television and crash into shit. Like that's like that's cool
2: as shit to see.
3: When yeah, you're a I guess kid. So.
2: it's it's amazing. So I gotta I'm gonna I'm gonna try to steer well, him. Most
0: of us grow out of that, Kevin. Yeah. Yes,
2: most of us do go out of it. Some of us uh, you know, don't. So I'm thinking he'll like Macho Man Randy Savage cuz he would go in the air a lot. You know? So I'm trying That's to That's steer... what you need to do. Show him a lot of the old stuff. Yeah. I get him. We can we can we can bond by watching uh WCW. Uh So before we get to uh, the ga- before we get to the, the the viewer questions Dave if people want to gamble like they should and they should believe my they should take my picks I tell them week after week to bet against fucking Rutgers it's like an ATM if you people would just listen to me <laughs> but if they wanted to win money by betting against Rutgers and on Tulane let's say where should they go online to win some money
3: well, there's probably a lot of people out there who are always just messing around and picking games and picking winners, but they're not actually betting on the. Oh, that's a perfect, uh, perfect sound bite. But they're not actually betting on the game. Uh, you might as well go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Because let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting with. Did you know that you could bet on a game after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. So join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. If you use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer, that's promo code CHAIR. So visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. This week, Tulane, I believe they are 35-point favorites. I don't think they've ever been favored by that much Yeah, there is. Since- since 1998, when they went undefeated, and uh, I just want to take this moment to say how proud I am of uh, of my Green Wave. You were pumped, it's big. Wave. I, look, I I gotta be honest with you. Like traveling with the team this year, first of all, I had picked a great. I was picked a great year to be invited to to have this opportunity and to travel with the team to all the away games. Um, so I, I mean. You know, you got to understand. I, I, feel like I practically feel like I'm on the team at this point. Um, and uh, so it's been that it's win been, at Army was big time. It was awesome. It was great. I was great. I was in the locker room after the game. I got to be there when Willie Fritz got to do his windsurfing.
0: Did you get uh, to hang with Jeff Duncan again?
3: You no, know, Jeff Duncan did not make this trip. He's done writing his articles. So I actually, funny enough, I was actually. Uh, hanging out with the owner of the Buccaneers the day before the game. The,
0: Who's from New Orleans, right?
3: Uh, they have a house here. Yeah, they're yeah. not from here. The uh,
0: Glazers?
3: Yeah, she, Jill went to uh, – she's a Tulane alum. She's wow. great.
2: Dave dropping names. <laughs> <laughs> and her
3: daughters both went to Tulane also.
2: We have some special questions tonight. Uh, I don't know who wants to take this, but it's from Don, and it's amazing. Would Andy Tanner excel on our current roster?
0: No one wants to take it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he'd 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 excel at getting bounced off the practice squad every other week.
1: Like it would be great. Andy Tanner, my like Mike Thomas would have four catches for thirty-seven yards. Andy Tanner. Would have seven catches for 139 yards and and two scores. <laughs> That's how insane this shit would be. <sighs> you could you could bring back Adrian Arrington. Dust dust him off.
2: No. Adrian we... Arrington.
1: Nine catches, 107 yards.
2: We're not we're not going to get into it during the season, but we came up with a great off-season topic. Somebody on Twitter, they said they wanted the jersey of the worst Saints player ever, and I decided in the off-season, the Saints have their ring of honor, we're going to have the ring of shame, and we're going to induct three Saints players in the off-season to be in the initial ring of shame.
0: Uh I was pretty adamant that Brandon Browner and He Shuler are one and two. Yeah. And any, any any other name that you throw out there is invalid, in my opinion. <laughs> People are for getting worst mad. saying ever. Yeah. Ted Gregory.
2: Yeah. yeah, but he didn't. Well, we can't. We we we'll, we'll have to do, we'll have to do it on the offseason. <laughs> we, but we, we we'll skip have it. to have we're gonna have to have a, a meeting off uh, not on the air of like coming up with like the criteria. To, for the for the ring of shame, I think I think it's it's got to be the, the standards have to be stringent, uh, and it's got to be a combination of like on field play, draft status. Do you have any criminal things in your background? And like you put it all together, and we come up with like a formula, like PFF does for grades. Ooh, I like that. And we give like a score, like we give like the uh, the shame score. Like you get your
0: Saints shame score. But we yeah, got See there's guy there's guys like Russell Erslemann like it, it's ridiculous that Erslemann was drafted in the first round but like if if he was a 7th round pick let's just say then he, no one would talk about him no one would care he would just be another kicker/punter that stunk for the Saints in a long line of them and it's kind of like Jerry's bird if it wasn't for the contract he would just be another mediocre safety that we had his play on the field wasn't Good, but it was the expectations that came with the contract. But in no way can you say what Erk Slaven or Jarersberg, what they did on the field, came close to approaching the ineptitude of Brandon Browner.
2: And Brandon Browner wanted to beat it. He wanted to beat up um,
0: what's his name from Channel Four. Brand, oh, uh, Lions yelling. Yeah. Brandon was, Browner yeah. is the worst checks, player of all time. He so checks a lot of people? boxes. Yeah. He, Brandon he, he, Browner he, broke the NFL record for most penalties in a season. Right. And in the same season, he also yielded the highest quarterback rating in NFL history. And those two statistics are not related. Every time he picked up a penalty, he was saving himself from right. ha- worsening his quarterback rating. Yeah, and then he's also. Do you got realize like that? That's like the, the laws of physics yes. cease to exist with Brandon Browner that season. Like, do you realize how hard it is to fail catastrophically and historically at both, and games not games. get benched? He played every week.
2: They couldn't bench him because he was the best they had.
0: Kyle on uh, the chat says that he heard that Brandon Browner bunked with uh, Granderson while he was in jail. <laughs> <laughs> So this is from Saints Recline Andrew
2: are you going to adopt Granderson's caterpillar dance for for any future weddings <laughs> living room set celebrations etc
0: Well it's funny you should ask because my uh brother is my getting in, is getting married in a couple weeks in Austin Texas so I'll be there for that wedding so I'm I'm ready yeah I'm going to bust it out I'll be on the dance floor at my brother in law's wedding and uh, I'll be good to go with the whatever that was. I, I guess we'll call it the worm. That was a pretty pathetic Kevin, attempt at a worm. Kevin, this
2: is a good question. What does Teddy have to do to be comeback player of the year?
4: Oh. He's or does he already season.
2: have it? Does he have it locked up already?
3: Uh, not with three games. You've got to play the whole season.
1: Uh, I I, th- I think if it's the six games and he ends up like – I think if it's the six games and he ends up playing exceptionally well and the saints win, I don't know if the saints go five and one in the games he started. Uh, I could maybe see an argument for it, but I can't see him winning the award. I could see him getting, you know, second place at the highest. Like he would get those sorts of like, uh, what, what what do you call it? Uh, uh, it, it? it it the the game show word where they use like oh you didn't win but you get these other a consolation, consolation
2: prize runner up it would be like a consolation prize
1: if like Miss America say, can't oh, fulfill we'll, we'll, her we'll duties
0: pass. for any reason right right, right. consolation yeah I feel like there's always some award like you know the Tabucky Jones Award you know of player you know what I'm saying. There is always some award. He'll win something, but he's not going to I feel like for comeback player of the year, you got to play the whole season pretty much.
2: I don't know. We'll see. I I I am trying to think I'm trying to think of who would be uh who would be his competition, the guy who's It's a,
0: You know guy. what? He's
2: not going to win it. You know why? Sheldon Rankin's is going to win it. Uh,
3: <laughs> big wiggle.
2: This Dave. This is a good question
3: from Daniel. Who wait. By on... the way, I want to just address Matthew Miller, who wants to know why I'm not humble bragging about sitting next to players' families anymore. It's because somebody bought those seats, and now it's just some random dude, and I don't get to sit next to. Boo. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Ask your question.
0: Who? Oh, wait. Well, hold on. We got another thing in the chat. Uh, Kevin Kenneth wants to know um, how did the chick in your house give uh, Sam Darnold mono. <laughs> Uh, she she wandered a
1: hell of a long way to do that Let me tell you
2: I can't believe the Jets let him practice He took all the reps all week And then they're like, nah, he right. still can't and play they, and, they
1: let, and they let that poor fucking rookie Get one day of practice as a starter <laughs> They might, have,
5: like, they
2: might as guy, well
0: have They might guy, as well have, guy, have they been, Let me play and just hand off <laughs> I can't believe there's still NFL teams out there that are that incompetent. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's staggering. This is, a, All, this is also a... also what. What's the score right now in the Browns game? Just so I know. Uh, I believe it is it's thirty-one to three. Okay. Eight to three.
5: Brian
2: knocks it through.
5: Arthur Blank loving it. Up by twenty-five.
0: Let let this just be a lesson once again. Like, Don't ever tell me what the Browns are. The Browns are the Browns, and until they show any signs of being any different than that, don't tell me how awesome they're going to be. I had to hear this all offseason. It's how great they're going to be. People were calling them a Super Bowl contender. That was literally a thing. (laughs) they were some people some people picked them to win in week
3: 1 yeah but we would uh, never let people
2: we would never let somebody so dumb that they would pick the browns in week 1 and survivor we would never let them on this podcast yeah, no way. yeah, yeah. they people. they'd be kicked off immediately yeah they don't know anything <laughs> we, about football. we have we have standards here uh this is a good question from daniel dave Can i picked the survivor go ahead go ahead kevin
1: i said I said, did I pick the Browns in the Survivor League?
0: No. No, Ralph, Ralph did. The guy with oh, one good arm did.
1: Well well then yes, let let us all point at Ralph and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Ralph, I feel like we make enough one arm man jokes that you should pull some uh some clips from the fugitive. We should
1: <laughs> use your good arm to pull them
0: though. Huh? <laughs> eh? And? Isn't there a, isn't there a lot of one arm man references in the, uh, in the totally? Is it totally, there is. Yeah, I can't
3: believe it's taking us ten years to fucking figure that out.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're, you know, we'll get there. <laughs> Dave, who, what player on the Saints' current roster would you give up to get a good wide receiver?
3: Drew Brees.
5: <laughs> Jesus.
3: there I said it hey look I'm just saying I like my quarterbacks to throw real footballs not nerf footballs okay (laughs) I
5: like
1: quarterbacks to throw footballs more than 10 fucking yards
2: I before we we get to the picks of Saints Jacksonville I forgot to remind you guys at the top of the show but I'm going to remind you now if you are a patron, they have a custom RSS feed that you can paste into however you get your podcast, whether you use uh, Apple Podcast or Stitcher or Google Play. You can paste that custom RSS feed into your player, and it will give you the paid content uh It'll put it in that player, and you don't have to use your password and go to Patreon and all. It'll put it right in your player. So go there, get the custom RSS feed, and paste it in. Because I can see only 26 of you are using it, and we have 225 patrons. So that's a great way to listen to the podcast, the paid content that you're paying for, in whatever whatever player you use. And if you go on Apple i. Use Apple Podcasts, rate us, review us, and subscribe because I want to be a top fifty podcast just one fucking time. That's all I want. Uh, so that said, Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs>
1: <laughs> he that comeback player of the year.
2: Oh, uh, you're right, Kevin. God damn it! I hate you. And he dates porn stars, so that'll just it's it's Exactly. He's he's a I mean,
1: this guy's winning life. Who did he
2: date? Uh I can't can't believe that I asked you people to name a player that would be Teddy Bridgewater's competition for comeback player of the year. And it was Kevin who came up with the name. (laughs) You talk about it upset.
3: That's right. That's a shocker right there. That's,
1: I, mean. Yeah, I mean coming back from twenty eight to three right there.
3: <laughs>
2: All right. Let's get to the game. The Saints are a currently the the Saints and Jacksonville is a pick'em. Uh, Dave. Oh wow. I thought it was Saints by one and a half. Is it see. dropped? Uh I saw it I got an alert on my phone. It is a pick 'em. No, it is it on footballlocks.com. It is Jacksonville Saints. It is a pick 'em. Total wow. is 44. Dave, who do you got?
3: Well, look, if uh, the Panthers can beat the Jaguars, then I'll be goddamned if the Saints can't beat the Jaguars. Minshew Mania is over. It's done. He might as well shave the fucking stash now. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, let's see. Teddy Roosevelt is coming to town. Uh, I'm going to say 35 Saints uh, um, and uh, 12. I'm going to give him a weird number. 12 Jaguars and uh, player of the game, Deontay
2: Harris. We're going to get another return from him. I think we need to print up Teddy Roosevelt T-shirts. Is that like (laughs) stealing his likeness? He'll come after us.
3: No, because we could like morph his face onto Mount I don't Rushmore.
2: Know,
3: yeah, yeah, or I don't know, like sitting on a bull or something. I don't know. Or <laughs> like a, I don't know.
2: So who's the MVP, Dave?
3: Uh, Deontay Harris. He's going. Oh yeah. He, he's he's going to return one again.
2: Boys. Kevin, Jag, Saints. Who you got?
1: I am going to take the Saints. I will say, I will say twenty-six to twenty. Um, player of the game, I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be Bridgewater. I, I, I say Bridgewater. <laughs> I say Bridgewater throws for two. Throws for two, rushes for one, and yeah, um, and also, oh yeah, h- how are the refs going to fuck us over?
2: Uh, <laughs> it's been a couple weeks; it's they're due.
1: Yeah, I think that I think that the refs are going to call that one ref in particular is going to constantly call roughing the passer against the Saints' defensive line. And for some odd reason, the the, the referee will be the only referee with a mustache. I like
2: that. Andrew, Jags Saints, who you got?
0: Uh, Jags win 23 to 20. Um, I got to keep the streak going. What? And uh, Sean Payton is going to get ejected from the game for illegal coaching which is a 45-yard penalty and will put the Jaguars in field goal range to win the game. i got
3: to barbecue your ass, the lessons.
0: You don't believe that. You're just picking
2: against the Saints now because you believe in superstitions or whatever. You're just I, trying to be kitschy. I was all set to pick the Jaguars because I said that it would be the saintiest thing ever to beat Tampa. Teddy looks good. Everybody's feeling great. They're in first place. They go to Jacksonville, lay a giant turd, and lose. That would be the most saintsy thing ever. But Andrew explained to me, no, the most sainty thing ever is they go undefeated with Bridgewater. Drew Brees comes back and they lose to the Falcons 48-45. So I'm picking the Saints. 31 to 17 the jaguars defense is is sneakily terrible i know you probably have the idea that they're good because you remember them in 2017 when they should have beat the patriots in the afc championship but blake bortles couldn't get it done and they felt last year they they were terrible their defense they give up five and a half yards of rush um and their offense is actually leads the AFC in passing yards and, and that sort of thing. So their defense is not as good as people as you probably think they are because you don't pay attention to the AFC. Because really, who gives a shit about the AFC South,
0: right? I was, I was shocked at how bad the Jaguars were defensively. Um, now they have Calais Campbell, who is a sneaky Saints killer. He, he seems to always play well against us. Um, but the thing, the thing about... Jacksonville. That's weird. Is I just I would have never thought that D.D. Westbrook and D. J. Chark would be LSU boy. By Kill the way, you. but I, I yeah I, I just would have never thought that that would be much offensively. Well, Minshew Minshew's stats like he's got nine touchdowns and one interception, hundred and five quarterback rating, sixty seven percent completions. Like he is tearing it up. Foles is he's, never going to play for them. Foles is never going to play a down for the Jaguars. Yeah, like the Minshew madness, like it's it's a thing, it's real. Well, he's playing lights out. He is. He's it's crazy. over. We're ending it, just like we fucking ended Dallas's season. Now, now, <laughs> Fournette has played very well this year, and I do think the Saints are, are well seasoned for this game because they've just seasoned? played three. What are of, they a, like a pork rib or something? Well, I <laughs> I just think they've played three teams in a row that are similar in that, you know, and especially Dallas where they're teams that are physical and they like to run the ball. And I just think the Saints, if they do a good job of stopping Fournette, and I believe they will, I think this is a very similar opponent to the three they just beat. And I think they're primed for that.
3: By the way, the best part about the Saints playing the Jaguars is listening to Zach Streif call them the Jaguars. Go listen to him call the game. (laughs) On Jag- Sunday.
2: Jaguars. He,
3: he does. He's, he pronounces it very odd. Yeah. A lot of, a lot <laughs> the of Jaguars. In the chat think
2: he does. That's what he calls them. I, you go
3: a lot of people in
0: the chat think the Jaguars are going to get housed by the, the Saints. But just, just to be clear, even though I talked about that, I, I am picking the Jaguars to beat the Saints.
2: Oh. And my, uh, yeah. My so. MVP, I am going to say. My MVP, Josh Hill, two touchdowns.
3: Yeah, well that's just crazy. You but mean
0: God. you mean Jonah, right? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so
2: congratulations to all you people that like me have a whole horrible... Oh wait, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We what? didn't talk about Ben Watson.
2: Oh, did he sign with the Saints? No, but he got he's getting cut by the Patriots. Oh no, yeah, not I thought happening. you were gonna, he's I you were gonna tell me to fire up the breaking news, Cyrus. He's no. done. How is he still weak? even in the
3: league? He's, he's got
2: to pay for all those kids. He's washed. I mean, come on.
0: Let's be like. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's finished. I mean, I, I would. Well, there, I would, was, there were Saints fans on Saints Twitter that were clamoring for this, that they want us to sign Watson. And I would say, first of all, things are looking a little bit up with Jared Cook. So let's give it a little bit more time. And secondly, it. it and Ben Watson was proof of this last year. When Sean Payton brings back one of his old guys, it never works out well. The, the, <laughs> the second tour of duty with the Saints is another never reason, a positive thing. Another let's, reason not why lobby, Drew Brees shouldn't let's not come lobby back. for Watson to have a third tour.
3: <laughs> another reason why Drew Brees shouldn't come back. <laughs>
0: I love
3: the Drew, Brees, that, the Drew Brees return tour is not going to go well.
2: I love <laughs> the fact that Dave has morphed into uh, ride Teddy out, and Drew Brees needs to go to the retirement home to the Jimmy John's in the sky. It's done. <laughs> the Drew Brees era is over, and it needs to be. It needs sky. to be Teddy throws show from here on out. I I love I love this plot twist.
1: I mean, look. If we're gonna, if we, if we're nicknaming him, or going with the nickname Teddy Roosevelt, we sh- we need to call it the administration.
2: <laughs> that sounds so ominous, though. Like it's black black helicopters and and uh, and aliens stealing babies and shit.
3: You know what? You know what? I'm I'm just 'cause I don't like that idea. Ralph, play the uh, play the clip.
2: What what clip of that?
3: The this is the worst the... idea
2: I've ever heard in my life, Tom. Yes. Yes, it's horrible. This idea. That one. Yeah, the, yeah, that one. That one. That was the one I wanted. <laughs> so, this podcast has been an hour and twenty of rambling nonsense. Congratulations to you, people like me, who have a horrible, horrible commute every day. If you have an hour plus commute, this podcast will take you all the way to work. So, congratulations. So, for Dave. For Andrew, for Kevin. Until next week, the bar is closed.
4: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming!
5: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
4: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day.